warm up. Hello, everybody, and welcome. It feels so good to say this again. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Tip Top Five Podcast. I'm your host, as always, as sometimes, I, as, as sometimes, Aaron Carnival joined alongside my not as tan as me co-host Tony Littell. How are you? Uh, it's not fair to say not as tan as you because, first of all, you already have a darker skin tone than me, and you just came back from San Diego, so yeah, I was kind of at a disadvantage. Normally, I'm Krispy Kreme. I'm extra Krispy Kreme because what does that mean? I don't know. Krispy Kreme are donuts, and normally, you know, fatter people eat, eat donuts. So I'm like a crispy, crispy cream, you know? Like, it's a terrible joke. I still don't understand. You're yeah, saying just, that, like, when you get tan, you it's, like, crispy. Like, that's the yeah, crispy part? Yeah, yeah. So What's like, the cream I, part? Well, I guess I guess that was part of the, you know, the, the failed joke. Was that, like, is I'm that a cris- why I failed? I'm a crispy cream. Is that why I failed? Because yeah. the cream is nothing? Yeah. I see, like, I'm rusty. I'm rusty. It feels like I've been... Uh, no, been that's pretty much par for the course for your jokes, I would say. <laughs> it's good to be on the Gator and Tony show. Oh. It's good to be back. Yeah. I, I'm very lucky to be on a, a guest on this show. Yeah, thanks for I, coming. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Just to make you feel like a piece of shit, I was listening to that show while I was lounging on the beach in beautiful San Diego. And you remarked that you enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So the actually, I only enjoyed the parts you're talking about. Me, the rest of it, I didn't. I wasn't so into. That's a shame. But no, you guys did a great job. I thought it was very, very entertaining. Um, I thought the <laughs> the banter. Well, first of all. The, co- the the takes on Andy Dalton's contract were kind of dead on, and it was kind of cool Thank to you. hear you talk with Gator about it because Gator knows knows balls about right. sports. But we appreciate that he took the time to research uh, that situation. What he what he said made so much sense to me. He said, "It's not that I don't like want to know about sports. It's just that I'm so far behind that it's like at, if I wanted to learn about football at this point, I'd have to learn, or to be on our level, he'd have to learn." Basically, the depth depth charts of all these players, yeah. and like we talk about players from ten years ago. Well, that's how that's a little bit how I felt when I started getting into movies because I was already four or five or six years behind because I hadn't seen any of the popular movies that were out when I was growing up because I wasn't allowed to. It's like a building block, you know. So, it's like, so if you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, I guess you can't appreciate. R- right. So you have to. Go, I had to go back, and I've I've tried to catch up, but I and I say I'm really into movies, but sometimes people will say. Well, have you seen, you know, um, Dog Day Afternoon? And I'll be like, no. And they'll be like, I thought you were really into movies. So it's tough. You have to really commit. I remember one summer you said that you were going to print off the top 100 movies off of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And no, try to, I, IMDb. But yeah. IMDb, okay. And, and, and try to run through as many of those classic movies as yeah. you can. Or I guess for me it'd be see how many movies I can get through without falling asleep right. in. Because, shit, some of those are from like 1900. I don't know. Well, <laughs> Well, there are a lot of... There are a lot of movies on that list that are from like pre nineteen seventies, which, in my opinion, any movie that's before that, you know, I, I guess pick an arbitrary year, but like nineteen seventy, any movie before that, color. Is, is, Did you say color? Well, not even that, but just the fact that technology has gotten so much better, like as far as editing goes, that it doesn't keep your attention because there's a lot less cuts. There's, a, mm-hmm. I mean, it's very, it's slower. Things just move slower. So, I crossed out all those movies to start off because you don't want to like make your first movie like citizen kane from the 1930s which i've never even heard of you heard of it oh i did hear that danity kane you've uh, heard of music Cit- aaron you've heard of citizen kane no i'm 100 percent serious you've definitely heard scouts honor i've never heard of it all right well let me just give Who's you a little, a little bit uh orson wells was the director okay. and and the writer and the main character and it's like the most famous movie of all time i'm already bored <laughs> right, 1934 it sounds terrible that was before World i actually War don't II. know the year but it was around the 1940s like around that time Jeez. um but yeah it's and i've i've seen citizen can i don't i watched it for a class and that's a good example of a movie that you know everybody touts as being one of the greatest achievements which at the time it was and it still is according to film people but for me i mean it, i was bored there mm-hmm. were times when i was just like eh, this is kind of boring yeah so you can't really you got to just like you know Start with the recent ones and work your way back. Yeah. I can kind of uh, feel that because some people are like, oh, you need to check out this match between Nick Bockwinkle and Luthez from 1973. And it's you're going back and watching grainy footage of these two bear men just 
grappling. It's terrible. Yeah, it's not. It, but it's a classic by some people's standards. Well, we're just so used to the the um, production and the presentation of everything now. Even you know, watching to bring it back to sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Rest, yeah, really. Wrestling all, was bringing it back to sports, but this all started with Andy Dalton's contract. <laughs> bringing it back to real sports, it's. It's hard to watch old NFL games because there's just one camera angle. Like there's no there's no you know real replay. It's just that one broadcast camera mm-hmm. angle. It's not as exciting to relive. Yeah. So. Well, my two cents is I like the Dalton contract. It was kind of jarring at first, yeah. just to see the numbers and the length. But then you kind of dug deeper into it, and you're like, hey, that's not such a bad deal. Well, it's a very team friendly deal in two years. It's like if we want to dump them. Uh, I think that it's a. It's an example of what's wrong with like the whole Twitter kind of breaking news, the way that it works now. Overreaction theater. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the first piece of news that comes out is that big number, and then we'd get the news later as it trickles in. So people react way too quickly, and they don't get all the facts. Yeah. Uh, it's I I like him. Good to be here. Uh, I don't I don't mind it at all. And I I've kind of always liked Andy Dalton. I've kind of like I agree. He gets a really terrible reputation I feel bad for, for some guy. reason. He's, he's a great. He, before last year, he had a hundred percent completion in the red zone, which is unfathomable. Like, what? He, he, I'm sorry, he, not a hundred percent completion. Like, holy, he shit. did not throw an interception in yeah, the okay, red zone yeah, before yeah. last year. You're right, you're right. Which, which is, is great, unbelievable. He does need to get the interceptions down outside. The, of the key red zone. interceptions down yeah. because his interception to completion ratio or touchdown interception ratio wasn't so bad. Well, he it was like he thirty-four was up there to, with thirty-four to nineteen or something like that. Yeah, but nineteen is still too many. <clears throat> I agree, but probably five of those came in terrible situations. Sure. So if he cuts back on those, I'm fine. But you also have to remember that, just play devil's advocate, is that he was the most, I think, the second most well-protected quarterback in the league last year behind Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. So he has a, all the time in the world. He's he's also one of the worst under pressure. Right. So that's something he's that he has to He's how to throw better. that freaking ball away is yeah. what he needs yeah, to learn how to do. exactly. So we have the best punter in the league, isn't that right? You Kevin own a Huber. Kevin Huber jersey. Kevin Huber is my man. Fun fact. He maybe didn't we'll look great to, in preseason. Though, maybe we'll so. get to that next week. Yeah. Um, okay, so another couple things I wanted to touch on. Tony, <laughs> I had a really – I enjoyed the moment when you cut in that that Twitter thing. So basically uh, the part I enjoyed about it was basically two people that I've never heard of mispronouncing your name twice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I'm okay with them mispronouncing it because they. Uh, Emily V. Gordon is her name. Uh, she pronounced it like most people pronounce it when they don't know how to say Dilletel. it. Tell. Um, I, I think something like how that. There's so many pronunciations yeah. they all run together. But um, the fact is, I was mentioned on the show twice. That's cool. That's so. exciting, man. That's good for you. Yeah. Gears of Gore. Gears I laughed out loud for that. That's yeah, I'm, good. I'm glad you liked it. Um. Yeah, so great job. I thought you would like the other one better. I forget it. I'll be honest. Beyond I was on the beach. I, I That was the only one that I could think of on my head. second one was Beyond Two Collective Souls. <laughs> it was the game Beyond, Beyond Two Souls. I should have came up with a few on my own. That, that would be fun. It's fun. They we always rip that game off of them. They release their podcast on Monday, and they always send out something on like Saturday, uh, like Friday or Saturday, just asking for suggestions. On Twitter. So, yeah, so I try to keep an eye out and throw my hat into the ring. Gotcha. Um, amazingly, I've gotten a cough again. Oh God! I'm serious. Stay, stay away from me. On, I on vacation afford to get sick again. So just a little re- recap: I went to LA for a few days, went on a, t- a cruise ship, and then I went and spent about four or five days in San Diego. And when I woke up on the first day on the cruise ship, my throat was just just terrible. And it wasn't like a regular pain where you swallow and it's like a knife. It was like a swollen feeling. I thought my my um, tonsils were like swollen. It was terrible for like three days, and I was had terrible cough. And now I shook the stomach or the throat thing, and now I have this still have this terrible cough. That's a shame. So if I cough, if you hear me coughing, I apologize. Um, it's so hard to edit around all your coughs. It's I try to bring down your levels. It's hard. You it's hard to. I imagine it'd be hard to edit around all of your beer burps too. Oh yeah, but see, I'm I'm a professional, and I it doesn't show up on the. And the podcast. That's so. good. It's fun to see you try to quickly move away from your microphone when you have beer burps. I don't edit anything, by the way. <laughs> I that would take way too much time. I don't have the time or, or energy for that. Um, thanks for asking about my trip. By the way, you're welcome. I'm really really happy. I'm glad that it went real well, as I assume. <laughs> really, there was no conflict. On How's your trip, trip so Aaron? It was great. You know, good. What so else you want to talk about? This next ten minutes, I'm just going to talk about my trip. Uh, highlights were I saw Revolution. That was that was what well, you were nodding your head like, uh, okay, come on, get on with it. No, no, I 
I was nodding my head like I know this already because oh. I saw your, your uh, you posted something about That's it. That's right. Um, I don't know. I guess it was it was just fun. It was a good trip. Thanks for covering my ass, Gator. You did a great job. Uh, I almost covered Tony's phone in Coke before we went on the air. I was a, Tony was making dinner. We were supposed to go on the air around seven, and it's about eight ten now. I a guess a series of events happened that have pushed this back. And he was making dinner, and. Uh, I was eating cookies naturally, and he set his glass, huge glass of Coke down on in the a table. Very obvious in place a very obvious place, I should say. It. So I put the box of cookies next to it, didn't see his glass, spilled it all over his peppers. Basically over everything that you could have. But the one thing it really didn't hit was your phone. I mean, yeah. like, it, it got, it. so what happened was it spilled, and your, it got, like, the back of your cover kind right. of wet. This is why you picked, have a, a phone case, people. Picked it up and... A split second. I mean, I we've been trained in this this generation to pick up phones, picked it up, took the case off, washed it. I mean, there's no way that it is damaged. Yeah, I'm glad you feel confident <laughs> about that. So if it's damaged, then man, well, that's going to be a fun. It's not turning on right now, so that's that's is, a real problem. It's turning it on. No, it's, de- it's dead. So I, I caught a I caught a good luck good luck moment there. So I apologize. I can't forgive you until I know that everything's <laughs> fine. So I'm trying to get good graces right now. Um, is that about it? I mean, I mean, if you haven't figured it out yet by looking at your, your listening device, this is an episode of tip top talk. Yeah. Tip, that's hard to say. Tip top talk. Um, you know, we were going to have Evan Harris on the podcast today and I've been going back with Evan. He's been ditching us bro. back and forth a couple of times. He was supposed to be on last week and that couldn't happen. And then he's supposed to be on today. Um, so he's going to be on Wednesday is, is the final say. And if he's not on Wednesday, then on the next one, then we're gonna have a problem. Is what I would say. This is gonna that's gonna be an interesting day because you have been friends with Evan Harris for you know quite quite a few years, I've known right? Him for a while, yeah. So I've I've only heard about Evan Harris. I've met him probably once, twice. Aaron's nervous to talk to new people. I'm not nervous to talk to new people. It's gonna He's a create, salesman it's, for a major company. Evan is. You are. Oh, I am. And you're nervous to talk to me. No, I'm not nervous to talk to him. I'm thinking. I'm saying it's going to be a very uh, interesting show because basically it's going to be the introduction, and we're going to have a show, and you'll be able to hear it. Hey, sometimes you gotta you gotta go outside your comfort zone. So I mean, are we just going to tell him the topic right now? I mean, we'll just switch it up a little bit. This Evan week. suggested uh, uh, athletes, so we're going to talk about athletes. Cool. Um, I, w- I think that some people probably think that we talk about sports too much. So if you're one of those people, Gator Strand, then you can probably just skip the next one because it's going to be pretty boring for you. Yeah, I can agree. But, I mean, with our rules, if the guest gets to pick his topic. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a good topic. I, I'm excited to talk about some, like, some uh, not as well-known athletes that I admired when I was growing up. I, I assume he's a very big sports fan, mm-hmm. obviously. Hockey, big hockey fan. Oh, shoot. We're yeah, which is going to be, we're going to be out of We're not going to be able to add that. too much to that except for Jamir <laughs> Jager. Yeah, yeah, and Chris Chelios. Chris Chelios, um, and Patrick, Patrick Waugh. Waugh. <laughs> That's it. Brett Hull. <laughs> Brett Hull. Wayne Gretzky. I mean, yeah, he's a given. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I really can't think it's of it. going to be good. Anybody. Chris, you said Chelios. Yeah, I okay. think he was. I had a hockey game like. Oh, uh, Steve Eiserman. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. One. I'm thinking about my NHL hits. Yeah, um, I, I had a nine, like an NHL '97 or something. Oh, that's as much as I'll get. Um, <laughs> Speaking of sports, yeah, man, it's been an interesting week as far as like news goes. Before we went on the air, we got some very sad and unfortunate news that Robin Williams, great actor, uh, has passed away. Yeah, it's a, unfortunately. It's a real shame because I really, I mean, I don't know anybody who doesn't like Robin Williams. He's kind of created his own brand of comedy by just being silly and 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 weird early on he you know he was in that show mork from orc which i'm not sure if you've ever seen but it's like tony i've never seen it well i'm just asking if you've ever seen it no it's a show about it he's an alien and he comes down to earth i'll be okay i'll just say i i the when i think of robin williams i've always associated him with flubber yeah is that bad is that wrong no. Is that his greatest work? No. Yes. No. Yes, not, it is. It's not his greatest work. <laughs> um, he, what I was trying to say was that he started off as like a, com- I mean, he's a comedian, mm-hmm. but he also ventured into more dramatic roles. Um, Dead Poet Society and Goodwill Hunting were examples of those, which he really two, did a great job. Two, uh, two movies which I have seen. Yeah, which I'm impressed that you've yeah. seen. Um, 
they're both really great. And, and you know, he was a uh, he he was he did TV appearances like he was on an episode of Law and Order once that I saw that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a a great great actor, and it's a real shame that um, he's passed away because he was only sixty three. He wasn't. I mean, mm-hmm. he's still working. He was still actively working. He was on that episode of Louis last yeah. season. Um, so it's a shame. Anytime yeah. anybody passes away before they before they have Spe- to, especially suicide. I mean, like that's sad. You know, I mean that that that's he must have been wrestling with some stuff. Yeah. So yeah, obviously something sad. Um, so that's never good to hear about anybody like that. It feels, you know, people like that. You kind of just feels kind of like you know them a little bit. So that's never good news to hear. So um, sad situation. I guess another little sad situation was int- kind of an interesting situation was this. Uh, Tony Stewart deal. Yeah. And this really piqued my interest. In, again, b- let's preface this with that's it's terribly sad that this guy died. Sure. I mean, like, we don't, we're not going to, like, we might say whoever's blame it is, but the fact remains he's dead, and that's terribly sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I woke up Sunday. Was it Sunday? Saturday. Saturday night, I think it happened. Okay, so I woke up Sunday morning, and I read the headline on ESPN. And... Basically, this it was like at probably ten o'clock in the morning, and it said something to the effect of Tony Stewart basically like hit somebody with his car and killed him, and like that's basically what the headline read. So I didn't hear anything else, but I basically just assumed that Tony Stewart killed somebody. Yeah, that, you know that's, that was actually the weird thing about a lot of the headlines, and and I, I think I'm sure I've talked about this before, but as far as journalism goes online now, it's just free for all. It's people posting clickbait articles where right. they just try to get the grabbiest headline. So that's not really, I mean, that's not the whole story in any capacity. But what surprised me was that this was on sports centers, like breaking news ticker. So like at the bottom, it says Tony Stewart hits driver with his tire and kills him or something. I mean, I'm short paraphrasing it, but that was the, the essence of what it was. And, you know, I eventually heard the story, and it kind of formulated that it wasn't really that cut and dry. Yeah. And then later in the day, they kind of changed it to make it sound a little more um, neutral, I guess you could say, not so blaming. I don't really know where I, I was. I'm trying to find, um, you know, more updated uh, story on this, but I don't. From what I read on Sunday morning, um, was that no charges were going to be filed, but there was de- some definite thought that he did it on purpose or that he didn't make a good enough effort to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Basically what happened was uh, the guy got spun out from uh, Tony Stewart or was it, upset with him just, from a previous it's a dirt track. Kind yeah. Of like yeah. A smaller. I, what do they call those cars? I can't, I think they're just called like sprint cars or something. Yes, exactly. On a dirt track. Um, so tight turns. It's not like a you're NASCAR. Just, you're basically drifting the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, the guy was mad because Tony Stewart spun him out. So when he came back around the track, he got out of his car and I don't know what he thought he was going to do. He was obviously running on adrenaline or something. And um, there was a car directly in front of Tony Stewart, so he may not have been able to see him out of his car. It was dark. He was wearing all black. Um, and then he just, like, kind of clipped him as he went by. And he's going, like, I don't know how fast. Right. very Pretty fast. Um, but there was some thought that he did it on purpose. And Tony Stewart's had incidents in the past where he's gotten in, you know, confrontations, physical confrontations with other drivers. Yeah, I I mean obviously NASCAR isn't one of our our hobbies or we, I really don't know much about it but w- the one thing I I do know is that Tony Stewart kind of had a reputation of being a hothead and a con- um very confrontational person. So, I saw the video this morning and uh, yesterday I all I did was hear about it and it sounded very Tony Stewart was like to blame here. It's kind of like the vibe I got. And then I watched the video and this guy came out of his car on a dirt track that didn't look very big at all. I mean, maybe 20 feet. Yeah, and, it was and, tiny. I mean, he came out pointing his finger, ranting and raving, and then was like in the middle of the track when a race was going on, and Tony Stewart, you know, hit him, and he went he went flying. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know how this could be Tony Stewart's fault. You know what I mean? Is that what you think from this? I mean, I don't think I know enough about the those cars and how they handle to know if he would have been able to get out of the way. But, I mean, the guy, what's his name? I'm gonna, his name's Kevin Ward, Ward Jr. Yeah. Um, 20 years old, so really young. Mm. Um, but he put himself in a, in, a, in a really dangerous situation. And obviously, again, it's sad that he is dead. But 
you can't get out of your car in the middle of the track at pitch dark night. Like that was just silly. It's a yeah. silly thing to do. I, I've heard a counterpoint saying that you, Tony Stewart kind of took a wide turn and, you know, maybe he did kind of go out of his way to hit him. And I think that's kind of why they're still investigating because, yeah, I mean, there might have been, excuse me, a little bit of a malicious intent there. Um, we'll obviously know a little more as the weeks go by. But, yeah, it's just kind of a crazy, crazy thing out of, out of I guess, racing world, sports world, I guess. Yeah. I wonder... Like, what are the ramifications of this going to be? I mean, I mean this... it would be treated like a like a criminal case. I mean, it's like man, he, he like could... manslaughter, right. right? I mean, right? If he, yeah, that's 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 what he would get charged with if he were found. You know, mm-hmm. if he was going to get charged. But... Yeah, it doesn't matter that it was during an event or anything. It's... I, I, I just remember now again. I haven't watched NASCAR at all, really, but I do remember seeing highlights on SportsCenter of drivers getting out of their cars. Yeah. And pointing fingers and getting little skirmishes, but I always remember that happening, like obviously off of the track, right? Either in the pit or after the race is over, or during a caution flag or something. So I just don't see how in any situation this can be come back to him as being hundred, you know, his fault or, or his fault enough to to convict him of a serious serious crime. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that what's going to end up happening is they're gonna it's going to be inconclusive, and they're going to just say that. You know, Kevin Ward put him in, put it, put himself in a bad situation. It's just kind of the nature of the beast. Now there is like involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, but that in order to do that, you have to be reckless. Yeah, I, I that, and I'm not a lawyer, but I'm sure that there'd be some. I mean, he's going to be if he were if charges were to be brought. Um, that's kind of the path that would, he would follow. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I, let's we should touch on that a little bit, maybe Wednesday or something. Get, yeah, we'll, maybe get Evan's take on it. Definitely, uh, if he can be serious for just one one second, maybe. <laughs> um, kind of lighten it up a little bit. We, um, it, I got some shocking news, and this is just for everybody. Uh, just hold on to your seats because Jose's mustaches got eliminated. Let me re- <sighs> repeat: eliminated so from sad. fantasy baseball championship contention this week. Aaron, I made the playoffs. And I had just a stunning, stunning, stunning loss in the first round. And we should all feel very, very sad. <sighs> My triple crown is not going to become a you've six. Been, you've been dethroned. I've been dethroned, and it feels terrible. What does it feel like to lose, Tony? Oh I forget. God. Oh, my God. That's not fair. <laughs> it was terrible. But it's okay, because with that comes when baseball ban- when base- when fantasy baseball <laughs> season ends that means fantasy football season begins that's right and that's a nice little segue because i've been thinking a lot about fantasy football this year and how i'm going to win again and i'm looking real good this year you got a nice set of keepers as well mm-hmm. i think everybody comes into the season thinking that they're going to be a you know rocket ship to the first place trophy but um you said you wanted to talk a little bit about josh gordon and yeah. i have some investment in that because i have josh gordon as a keeper in my league and uh to say that as a very good keeper, may I add, mm-hmm. and and the fact that Josh Gordon is sus- well has a pending suspension for an entire Suspended season indefinitely, yeah, is very very upsetting to me from a fantasy perspective. So clean your chest. Now, saying it as a person who doesn't own Josh Gordon, it, it's frustrating for me, not even from a fantasy standpoint, but just from a NFL standpoint and being a fan of the NFL, that this process to to hand out a suspension has gone on so long. And the here the appeal that was heard, the Josh Gordon's appeal to the NFL was heard on August first. It's now August eleventh, and we haven't heard anything. And there keeps being there's keep these stories keep coming out that say Brown's GM hopes to hear about Josh Gordon's ruling this week or soon or in the in the uh, near future or something. That no one's hmm. communicating when this is gonna happen. I don't think that it should be that difficult to sit down, hear an appeal, and then discuss it, and then find out what that means. So, as it stands now, he has a one-year suspension from well, all football activities. Not, correct? Like can't practice. That's not true because he's playing right now. He's in the that's, preseason. He's, if, he's just. It's an indefinite. It's basically like you can keep doing whatever you're doing, but eventually we're going to suspend you. So I don't know what that means. So I don't know why they're doing it this way. The year number came because this was his second or third violation yeah. or something. Yeah, and then so, he had the DUI in July, which 
kind of Ugh. muddied the waters with what all that. First of all, what an idiot. Yeah, I'm not he trying should to def- never be in this I'm position. I'm not trying to defend Josh Gordon, but I think that it's unfair that they're taking this long to come up with a solution. So they're saying that he's going to get a year-long suspension at this point, right? The general consensus around the Browns is that they hope for an eight-game suspension. My thought is that it's going to be less than that. <coughs> you would think it will be less? Yes. Here's a question. If the timing of this were different, where Ray Rice, who beat his girlfriend up mm-hmm. and got – what did he get charged for what, battery or assault, one of the two? Yeah, whatever. Beat Something his girlfriend like up like a little prick he is, Yeah, and he gets two games. If that didn't happen this season, you think they'd even be talking about this? The worst thing that could have happened to Roger Goodell is the Ray Rice situation happening at, at the time that it did because now the entire Josh Gordon situation – is under the magnifying glass right. because of the Ray Rice's light suspension. So that kind of puts him in a tough spot mm-hmm. because if he suspends him for a whole year, obviously people are going to be upset by the the you know the difference in suspensions. But if you suspend him for two games or one game, then that's a whole other can of worms because he's offended mm-hmm. multiple times. Right. So it, there's it's a lose lose situation for the NFL. And I heard that the um. Man, I just drew a blank. The the Josh Gordon suspension. Holy moly! I never had that happen. What did you What did you hear? Um, wow, I, I, I've never done that before. Here's what I've heard. I've heard that um his the the failed drug test. Yeah, that's what it was. Did we already talk about? Yeah, this? yeah, it was a contact okay, thing. Yeah, and I said yeah. So thank you because he didn't even smoke pot. Well, his argument is that it was secondhand smoke. So, I mean, he could be right. that could be a lie, but basically. The the amount that came up was very very low. Oh yeah, um, there was also a whole thing about how he missed his drug test because he was in Europe and all this and that. Um, so there's lots of layers to this story. I'm still stunned that Ray Rice only got two games. But I heard an interesting thing today. Uh, I'd be interesting to hear your opinion. So we talked about how Stephen A. Smith made that stupid Twitter rant yeah. comment, whatever you want to call it, and it got suspended indefinitely. Has he been reinstated? I couldn't tell you. Okay. I, I, I think he has. I, I'm, I'm sure he has positive. by now. But a guy who's on, I think, what's the uh, show? The Sports Nation. His name's Max Kellerman. So it's Marcellus Wiley, Michelle Beadle, and Max Kellerman. And it was the same day Stephen A. Smith had that. It might have been a day after. Similar time. And... ESPN supposedly told all their anchors to kind of tread lightly on this topic because it's a very touchy issue, clearly, clearly. So what he did was he basically kind of said, screw that. And he went on his radio show and he said something to the effect of, I've been, I've been an abuser. He said, I've abused my wife. What? Why did I hear about this? He went on air and said that he, he got drunk with his wife one night and they got in Max Kellerman. And they got into an argument when they were drunk, and she hit him, and he hit her back. And he says, just from a perspective of someone who's been a an abuser, which I can't believe he would put that out there. I mean, like, that's crazy. I mean, for... I what mean, was his end game by saying that? Was he trying to defend Stephen A. Smith or something? I think he was trying to... I think it ultimately he was trying to say that no matter what the circumstance is, domestic abuse is not acceptable, which is a great you know message. But he basically said that he abused his wife, so ESPN suspended him indefinitely, not because that he not because he admitted it, but because he. What a weird thing! What? Yeah, it's like <laughs> that is just strange. He's been like, okay, well, this is my opportunity to tell the entire world that I've hit my wife. Although I will say that in that situation, if it did happen. Like he said, and his wife hit him, and then he hit her. Uh oh! Watch this, out! This, Be this, careful! I'm, I'm going to say something probably controversial, <laughs> oh. but I, I, and I, and let me preface this by saying I would never. I, I can't think of a situation where I would ever hit uh, uh, anybody. Um, I'm, I'm a pretty docile person. I'm not somebody who's trying to fight anybody, or I try to defuse the situation. But I think that there's also a problem with how we as people treat um, female abuse to a male and male abuse to a female differently because it's, it's really all the same. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're, uh, if you're observing a couple at a party or you're somewhere out in public, um, if a guy hits a girl, 
there's going to be everybody around is going to come and help that girl out. A malicious hit. I mean, I'm I'm talking about like any, I'm talking about like like a shove. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, just yeah. think of it yeah, as just like exactly. a like a shove to the shoulder, like where the person stumbles backwards. I'm not talking about like a punch or anything yeah. like really really bad. Um, but if a girl did the same thing, if a girl shoves a dude like into a wall or something, nothing. I mean, right. you you can just picture it now, a girl doing that and people just being like, well, we, you know, that's there, but he probably it, you know. did something stupid or whatever. So that's a problem. Now, this guy going on and saying that he I, – I, I'm baffled by the fact that if, that he would even say you gotta that. you got to check it out after the show. Um, I find that very interesting because I, I don't know what he thought – he was going to what reaction he thought he mm-hmm. was going to get credibility and, maybe how though you, you, that it's, you are now that you're now known as a person who has hit who has struck someone that they love i guess i mean maybe he's trying to say hey you know this is coming from a guy who has had that mentality of needing feeling like i need to hit this you know i don't know i'm not trying to defend him maybe that's what he was thinking i also don't understand though because that's not really the issue that's not what Stephen a smith was even talking about right. you know like he wasn't talking about how it's okay for a guy to hit a girl or anything. I mean, he was just, he was talking about the whole female aspect of it. So I don't know why this guy thought that. What an idiot. And it just seems like this is a real hot topic because um, MMA, you know, I follow MMA news as well. And there's this guy who used to fight for Bellator and his name is just now escaping me. Um, What's Bellator? It's like, it's uh, it's another MMA promotion. So it's oh, Spike it's, like, T- it's Spike TV's okay. MMA promotion, pretty much. And uh, what's his name? War uh, War Machine was his name. Yeah, yeah. His name fucking, is War Machine. He's a douche. Um, so his girlfriend is adult film star Christy Mack. I'm sure some of our listeners are familiar with her. Uh, look her up if you want to. You probably won't regret it. Okay. Basically, they've been dating or whatever, and. He just one night, I guess she broke up with him or he broke up with her, vice versa. And he came home and just pretty much almost killed her. I mean, like he beat her up so bad, like she couldn't even breathe and talk. I mean, they go terrible. Stabbed her and stuff. And now this guy's like, he's like, like he's out, like he's a fugitive kind of thing. So he's wanted now. in in, what? Like they didn't catch him? No. I mean, he fleed. So nobody knows where he is. No. Is that happening right now? Yeah. This is like, this is like current. What's his name? Mad Dog? (laughs) <laughs> his name is um war machine i think i think i don't know but uh his his girlfriend tweeted out a picture of her face today and it was i mean shocking i mean well, this just, guy sounds like a real gem yeah he's an asshole and supposedly that the abuse has been going on for a long time and i don't know it's just it's terrible and i don't know it's it's uh i don't know it's see, stuff like this seems to happen in like clusters you know like it it Incidents like this seem to just if there's one of them, there's three of them, and it's like if there's, it's like if there's one death, there's always followed by a few more deaths, sort yeah. of thing. So that's interesting. Not not as unfortunate, sure, but it's it, just ridiculous, is what it is. Yeah. So um, it is somebody's favorite week. It's not my fair week. It could be your fair week, but this mm-hmm. week is Shark Week. Oh, I, I wasn't aware. Shark Week is like it's it's reached like this. Uh, this almost like mythical level of like week. I remember in high school people would always talk about yeah, excited for like shark week. Pop culture. What's the big deal? Like I, I like I like looking at great white sharks just as much as the other guy, but like an entire week that you look forward to, is it I I haven't ever really sat down and watched anything and Shark Week is is that a Discovery Channel thing? Yeah. Okay. I I've never really I don't watch much like T V um, like cable TV, like sitting down and turning on direct TV. It's a, most of what I watch is Netflix or online. Um, I, I'm not a really huge fan of, of sharks, I guess. I don't, I don't see the appeal. Um, most of the nature stuff that I watch is like, uh, like the series planet earth or like the, the series life where it's more, uh, tranquil kind mm-hmm. of. And it's just like really gorgeous looking shots of like stuff that you've never seen before. Sharks to me don't really do it. I mean, I, I don't know. Are you? I guess it's kind of cool. Are you scared of the ocean? Not not scared, but are, when you go into the ocean, are you kind of apprehensive a little bit? Like there's a, it's always happen. in the back of my head, but I know that it's so unlikely. It's kind of like being outside in a thunderstorm when it's lightning. Like, like you could get plane you could or get struck by lightning, but the chances are so low that it's not worth <clears throat> being scared of it. 
because I kind of bring that up because I was in San Diego this past week and oh really? <laughs> yes, I was actually on a trip. I was in L.A. I went on a cruise. Wow. <laughs> we got in the water a lot, and in in California they have a lot of seaweed that kind of brought. And I'm talking about a lot of seaweed, and it's not just flakes of seaweed. It's like ropes of seaweed, like Earth. huge things of seaweed that when you're in the ocean, these things brush up against you. So at first it was like really jarring to be out in the ocean and have this big stringy wiry thing, silky, it's like rubs up against you and your initial reaction is like, oh shit, I'm about to get attacked by this huge shark. And it took like a day to like get used to all these little things touching your leg. And then I finally realized like after you got used to it, you just didn't think about it. Right. And I mean, when I, when we would go to South Carolina and I'd get in the ocean, it would just be completely crystal clear water. And you would have a fish touch your leg every now and then, and that would freak the shit out of me. Like, I would Whoa. get really freaked out. So by the end of this trip, I would have stuff touching my leg the entire time, and I wouldn't even bat an eyelash. I guess you could take solace in the fact that if it was an actual shark, it wouldn't just touch your leg. Your leg would be gone before you knew it. Well, So it's probably just a tiny little fish. I've heard, and I don't know, this person, whoever came up with this, it must be very brave. To, they probably have gotten attacked by a shark. But from what, from what I hear is that sharks don't just come up and take one bite on your leg. They come up and they nose like your leg. Like they kind of like put make their sure nose that it's like a real thing they can eat. Yeah, because from what I mean, unless if a shark was really attacking you, he would kill you. Yeah. In most shark attacks that happen, I'm doing air quotes around attacks, are just sharks coming up, biting someone, and realizing it's not food, and they just let them go. How is it not food, though? Because it's not what they eat. It's like they, they realize eat? it's not a seal or a... Yeah, or, but it's all the same, right? I, mean, I don't think so. It doesn't take... I've heard that they, they don't enjoy... Like, are they taste, picky about I'm serious. This? Yes. Really? Yeah, they take bites out of people and they That's just let them go. I didn't realize that. Because they just realize... They think you're a seal or they think you're a... I don't know, a dolphin? They eat dolphins? <laughs> Stupid sharks. Yeah. So they take a bite out of you and they just let you go. That's kind of gross. Yeah. Really scary. That would hurt, dude. I got a movie that we should watch. Speaking of which, called Piranha, which we've never, I've never watched. I want to see that. Um, it was kind. It kind of got like, uh, kind of big a few years ago when it came out because it's like ridiculous, like a campy horror movie, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've had it sitting on the shelf, and I've just never. You own it? Yeah. Blu-ray? Yeah. I bought it a long time ago. I just never watched it. We need to get drunk and watch that. Oh God, that would be so awesome. Let's do it. Do we could do a takeaway? Not a drunk one. Well, we could do a tip. I don't drink. Food. I drink responsibly. No, you and don't. You I, have. I'm looking at your table now. You that is have over one, two, three, four, many days. five, six, seven, eight. Also, not all mine. Eight so beers and a rum and coke sitting on. Cannot your, pin that on me. So. And a growler. I see multiple growlers. They're all empty, here. and they have been empty for I many see empty days. Empty wine glasses. Those have been empty for years. I see pill bottles. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, there's a pill bottle, but it's what is it? It's not very exciting. I think that's. It's actually for eye drops. Oh. They gave me a. They gave me a little bottle of eye drops, and they put it inside a prescription pill bottle which was very strange to me is it good shit no i barely used it I, i've been drinking some codeine over the past couple of days how did where did you get codeine doctors supplied the codeine man because i got remember i had strep throat codeine for your throat yeah well, i had strep throat so like they gave me cough syrup yeah, it's not but, like codeine it's like codeine it's like cough syrup with codeine so, well no then it's not co there's no codeine in american cough syrup well there's codeine in this it says it on the side it's like a prescription cough syrup yeah yeah Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it from the doctor. Because if you live in Canada, you know their NyQuil has codeine in it. Oh. All their Advil, not Advil, but like all their painkillers just over the counter has codeine. Smurfs are going crazy up there. Yeah. Speaking of Smurfs, I wanted to, I saw a trailer today for Better Call Saul. What's your What's your take on it? Are you going to watch it? I haven't seen any promotion for it. It looks just like a Breaking Bad show. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably watch it. I, my expectations are very low. So if it's just okay, then I'll be happy. I, I just want them to stay completely away from the whole Breaking Bad storyline. If they just do their own thing, then that's fine with me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if it's if it's a funny kind of show and it doesn't really step on the toes of some of the storylines in Breaking Bad, I'm cool with it. I don't think it will because they're not going to bring back Brian Cranston and I think Aaron Paul. I heard that they're going to make cameos and stuff like some really? of them. Yeah, I heard that it, they're not going. It's from what I heard is it's not going to be like before or after. Like the yeah. events, I hear it's going to be all like it's it could be before, after, right, or during. Just random. So you're going to have episodes where Jesse and Bron or Jesse and um, Walter are, are there, 
episodes where Mike's there. I think Mike's going to be there for most of it. That makes sense. But and I'm just, Huel and I all would those just, guys. I would just say that like probably um, Cranston and Paul must be doing AMC a favor then because they're that's can they can command a lot of money to be well, I bet even you AMC, for a cameo. A, AMC's probably doing giving them as much as they want because they they've given AMC so much money. And AMC credibility. is the cheapest network around. They refuse to pay anybody. But think about it. If if they can promote Brian Cranston and Jesse Pinkman, <laughs> let me get this straight. <laughs> Walter White and Jesse Pinkman, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul yeah. on one of their upcoming shows, and they can promote that, that's going to get so many eyeballs on that better console. Right. So they're going to get but, a return on investment of that money. And that's what they have to look at. I mean, when the second season of The Walking Dead came out, they cut their budget in half, and they made them do twice the episodes. So I don't know how much sense that makes. I'm just I'm just giving you an example of how AMC is cheap. Did they did they all the actors come back? Yeah, they all came back, but they fought, they fired Frank Darabont, who was the guy who created the series mm. after one season, because he didn't he was he was basically saying like, how do you expect me to cut the budget in half and make tw- double the episodes? Which is why they spent the entire season at a farm and never left. Spinoffs to me, and you would have a lot more experience in this than me. I I just think it's kind of a to me, it's the ultimate sign of like, this is such a successful show. Like, let's just try to like milk just like just X amount of more so million dollars out of it. Like, let's just try to like milk this cow dry yeah. before it just completely heals over. Which is why they should have aired this a year ago, shortly after the yeah. Finale. It's yeah. It's like to me, it's like I Breaking Bad to me is this thing in the past. Like it's I look at theme. it, it's like to me, it's this romantic show that I can look back at and say, wow, this was like the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of detached from it now. Like, when we were so wrapped up in the last season of Breaking Bad, and, you, like, on the last... What if what if the last season of Breaking Bad aired, and then right after that Breaking Bad, they had a commercial for, hey, Better Call Saul coming up in 2014 or yeah. whatever. I mean, I, that would have been, like, you have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe that's yeah. why we don't work at AMC. I mean, yeah, I, just, I would say, if anybody's excited about it, just temper your expectations. Mm-hmm. Just expect a, a decent show. I'm good. I'm I'm very happy for Saul. What's his name? Um, Bob, Bob Odenkirk. 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 I'm happy for him because from Mister Show, he's a Mister Show guy. Him and uh, David Cross back in the '90s had the show. Oh, Mister Show Development. Yeah, uh-huh. and they're very very funny sketch comedy guys. Yeah, David Cross is good funny. Um, you went and saw a movie yesterday. I saw today, Guardians of the Galaxy on on Friday, starring Batista. Yeah, he's one of the stars. Starring, Drax, starring oh, yeah. Chris Chris Pratt. Uh, um, Batista's I'm Dave sure. Batista played um, Baltista. It's you know his real name is spelled B A U T I S T A. Yeah, that's how you spell Batista. But his his wrestling name is B A T I S T A. Took the U out. Took the U out. Why? I guess it was more. I don't know. It was more palatable. It was like stage name. I guess it's like, well. That's weird. It's like Rick is, Rick Flair's last name is spelled F L E. H I R. Well, that real makes life. sense to change that one. Yeah, so it's kind of the same way. He is jacked in that movie. He's huge. I mean, he's jacked in real life. That that that's enhanced. Like obviously, it has to be. Yeah, because he's slim now. He I mean, a he's giant, and his trapeze <laughs> muscles are like insanity. You should see a picture of him like in 2014 WWE because he's a pretty. I mean, he's massively. Is strong. he still a f- wrestle? So I he, he was retired. He t- no, he came back. Um, I actually saw him return. I was in Dayton for the Raw. He came back. Nice. And he left probably about a month ago at the, I think it was a payback pay-per-view, where he went off. Basically, he just said, I'm out. In re- and that basically means he's going to promote his movie. Yeah. So once he's done promoting Guardians of the Galaxy, then he's probably going to come back, I would say, around the Royal Rumble or something. Mm-hmm. And he'll probably come back for another run before he gets another crappy movie out. Crappy movie. Aaron just called Guardians of the Galaxy a crappy movie. A I movie that's going to make more money. I wanted to get that, re- excuse um, that reaction out of you. It was really good. I I enjoyed it a lot. Um, if, if you look on uh, like any review site right now, um, it's getting all you know positive reviews, like perfect scores pretty much. I didn't enjoy it. I wouldn't say it's like the best movie I've ever seen or even the best superhero movie I've ever seen, but... It's fun. It's a fun movie. It's very funny. There's a lot of just, I mean, it's very lighthearted. It's not as intense as some of the other superhero movies out there. You think I would enjoy it? I think so. How long is it? Uh, It's like, it's right around two hours. It's Good. not that long. Are you going to buy this on Blu-ray, you think? I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd really, it's not I. It's not the kind of movie I'd want to watch again. So, like, I, I saw Avengers when it came out, 
and I liked it a lot, but I haven't seen it again because I just don't have a lot of interest. I'm I'm not a big superhero movie guy, and the reason is because I love the Nolan Batman movies so much, and that's that's a much darker, realistic version of a superhero movie, and these are way more like cartoony and and heightened kind of stuff like that. Um, but I mean, it's a popcorn movie. It's it's just it's fun. What does that mean? It just means like it's like a turn your brain off movie where there's no like it really just, yeah like a, po- a popcorn. That, that's the that's the term. Yeah. Why have you never said that? Like, why have you ever said that my genre is popcorn movie? Because uh, that's not really your genre. That's usually describing like action movies, like just popcorn action, like Expendables. So, Expendables so like, is a Borat's great example. Not a popcorn movie. You no. can't turn your brain off for that. Well, well, yeah, but Borat has. Borat actually has a lot of undertones and things that, like, he's proving points. Wait, uh, when I say popcorn movie, it's, like, everything on the surface, that's all it is. So there's like no Wall Street popcorn movie. No. I think you're, I think you're missing the... Uh, give, me another, give me another chance. How about, how about Step Brothers popcorn movie? Yeah. Yeah, I Thank guess so. Thank you for giving me that one. I guess so. I mean, it, I think it comes from... The the term it being popcorn action movie is where it comes from, meaning oh. just like explosions and like one liners and stuff and that that kind where of. Where you walk away saying, "Oh, that was awesome." Yeah. Next thing. Yeah, like I and for me that I don't enjoy that, but the, I mean when I say popcorn movie for this, I just mean that it's a very easy movie to watch because you don't you, you just you know enjoy it. It's just fun. It's cool. just a fun movie. Well, that's good. I mean, and I'm not going to go see it in the theaters, but I wouldn't be opposed to seeing it on DVD or something. Just to, I, I will say that Chris Pratt is a is a genuine movie star, and that guy's going to be very, very famous for a long time. And this was kind of his big role. What, um, who was he? What, what character was he in the movie? He plays the main character, which I can't even remember his name, to be honest. His his superhero name is Star-Lord, um, but I don't know what his character's name is. But he's, I don't know if you've seen Parks and Rec before. No. Ever. You oh he put well you'd never seen Moneyball but he plays Scott Hatterberg in Moneyball okay um, which is crazy we need it that's got to be like the next like next that has to be a takeaway we do it. Like, that has yeah, to be a need, takeaway for sure yeah we should do that before baseball um, becomes kind of yeah back burner. Well, maybe we'll do it during the playoffs or something not like baseball is going to become back burner ever but no. before football starts but I, so I will say that I also say that just to keep you involved in the conversation as far as wrestling goes um, Dave oh, ba- Dave Batista uh, Drax or Dax the Destroyer Drax Drax um, he was very, very funny. He was one of the funniest parts of the movie because his whole thing was that his people don't understand, um, like metaphors. So he was very literal. So anytime any character would say something that like meant something else, he would just take it completely literally. And it, it was a really funny bit that was going on. And Vin Diesel played a character named Groot, which is a giant tree. And he only says three words the entire movie, which is why I don't understand why he even needed to be involved. I, I did so obviously all my wrestling news outlets have been gathering all the bits about Batista's all the reviews about Batista's performance and they've all yeah. been like glowingly positive. Yeah, it's good. The only thing I've heard is that basically he was just comic relief pretty much. Yeah, I mean he just was kind of a deadpan kind of guy. He was pretty much. I mean he he was also like their muscle of the entire operation. Could you see him having success in other films or do you think he's kind of typecasted into that kind of big, well, obviously he's, he's going to be the big muscle guy, but do you think you, you, you could see him being, I mean, a, he'll a be rock? back. He'll be back for the other guardians movies, which will definitely make more. See, I but, think, I think it, him, him having a, a, a similar role set to the rock isn't out of the question. I don't know about that because it was such a character and the rock I feel like doesn't have to, he has movies where he doesn't play like this insane character. Right. So like he has Hercules, which is, you know, a character, but he also has like movies like walking tall where he's yeah. not really playing this, you know, cartoon tooth fairy. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but I do think that, um, Batista does have like good comedy timing and I'm not sure if it was editing or what I don't, I would give him credit for like, how his deliveries on certain lines, and he, he sounds like he knows what he's doing. No, that's good. To which know. he wouldn't get the part if he. I mean, it's a huge billion dollar movie. He wouldn't get the part. Just if, just a cool little story about that. There, he had a new DVD Blu-ray get released probably around January February, and it followed him from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. Basically, there was a an extra on the, the Blu-ray. And it was him receiving the call from the director of Guardians of the Galaxy nice. <laughs> telling him that he's going to be – that he got accepted to play That's the cool. role of Drax. And it was a really cool thing because me 
you know, if if you know my sentiments kind of about leaving to go do movies, this is a little bit pulled back because he's coming back, but he he really wanted this part. And, like, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I really want this part, I really want this part, whatever. I thought he was joking. He got this phone call, and he didn't know the cameras were rolling. And it was a really genuine moment. Yeah. And he just started crying. I like, bet. this big dude just, like, you know, I've been watching him since, like, 2003, just started crying like a child it's and a, like it's a huge that's a huge career moment for him yeah so that that was really cool if i find that clip online i'll have to send that i would to you. love to see it it's a very cool uh um fourth wall breaking kind of moment mm-hmm. um kind of wrap up here a little bit we talked about doing another stand-up gig yes you're down for that yeah gator's down for that gator's down for it we need to get joe down for that yes so Joe, if you're listening to this, this Joe Hyrakos at Bro Chill and Joe at Bro Chill and Joe. He's, he was uh, um, a guest on the show. If you if you didn't go back and if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen. That was an excellent episode. I will say that Joe had a recent tweet that I would love to share with everybody because it. it made me laugh. Uh, he said, "I wonder if Spanish people play a game called one." <laughs> and I was very impressed by that tweet. Oh so, man, Joe, thanks for making me laugh. He has one of my favorite one-liners. He says. He says, "You should never, you should never call women the b word. The only the uh, you should the only b word you should call women is beautiful. Bitches love that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. Basically, we've always said that Joe Hyrakos would be the best stand up comic out of at least the two of us, and yeah. he's always been somewhat reluctant about going up there. He's always wanted to write jokes for us, but he was too hesitant to go up there. So." Everybody tweet at Joe and tell him to, to do stand. Yeah, we need to get him up there. So Tony and I and uh, Gator, we're gonna we're down. We're looking at a September type deal. Is that right? Yeah, October. Uh, Go Bananas just wrapped up the funniest person in Cincinnati contest last week. So I'm guessing they should start be they should start doing open mics soon again. It's like late September or something like that. Yeah. Give us a little time to write. Get or your early mind right. September, whatever. Early September is coming up. It's a month. You have a month. You can't write five minutes in a month. You can use half of the jokes you Dude, used last time. It's hard. I don't want to do that. Why? Because it's, I, I don't know. I kind of want to try. You can change to... them. You can make them better. You can tweak them. That's what comedians do. Yeah. I'm excited. That Last time I was more nervous. This time I'm more excited. Yeah. And I'm going to knock it out of the park this time. We got to get some real real cameras in there so we can tweet it out or something. Mm-hmm. Link. Sure. Um, yeah. So that wraps it up kind of for this this week's episode. Um, you know, we had a lot to talk about. So Tip Top 5 Talk was uh, probably a good idea. Next Wednesday. We're going to be sitting down with Evan Harris. This Wednesday, even. This Wednesday. Believe it or not. Yeah, and I'm not going on vacation, so I'll be there. And, we'll, and it will come out Thursday, which you can believe that. 5 o'clock Thursday or 6? Uh, I don't put times anymore because, as you know right now, it's almost 9 o'clock on Monday. Unbelievable. It's supposed to come out at 6 o'clock, so. Okay. Just just keep refreshing your podcast app every five minutes. Thursday evening. Sure. Yeah. So, should be a good episode. We're doing top five athletes if you want to tweet us at... Uh, Tell us your your favorite athletes or athlete. Uh, let us know at Tip Top Five Cast. As always, follow Tony on Twitter at TD Lotel. Follow me on Twitter at Aaron Carnivale. And um, follow us. Do not hit girls. Don't it's be bad. abusive. It's bad. Don't they, get involved and don't defend people who do it either. Because you, that's not a that's smart a tough career track move. Too. Wow. It's really not. That's. <laughs> That might be the real if, lesson. If there's ever something to, to not play devil's advocate on, it's that. Especially if you work for ESPN. Exactly. Where you've probably spent a, most of your career trying to get to there. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous things. So, <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, we will talk to you on Thursday evening at 6 o'clock. Right, Tony? That is correct. Right. We will see you then. Take it easy. <laughs>